Welcome to the Fierce Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Hayley Maxwell, brand clarity and messaging coach, copywriter, ferocious ice cream eater and leopard print lover. If you're ready to harness the incredible brand building power of words so you can become memorable, meaningful and the only real choice for your dream clients, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Well, howdy, howdy, and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Impact Podcast. And I'm super, super excited about today's episode. I'm chatting with the lovely, lovely Caitlin Taylor, who is a personal stylist based in Auckland. And I wanted to get Kate on the podcast because I really wanted to talk about the positive impact that dressing can have on our confidence and how it can impact upon our business confidence as well. So whether you've got a speaking gig, whether you are at an event, whether you are just in your own office at home, how it can actually impact your mood and the way you put yourself out into the world. And so we chatted all about boosting business confidence through your style creating a brand uniform, getting dressed for work, so even if you work from home, preparing your style for a photo shoot, reflecting your brand voice and personality through your style, creating a speaking uniform, and also creating a break-in case of emergency outfit. It was just a really great conversation, not only about personal style, but also about body image and body neutrality, which I absolutely loved. I particularly loved the way Kate talked about this. So I hope that you get a lot from today's episode, and I want to just take a minute to introduce you to Kate. As a personal stylist and style coach with almost 20 years experience in the industry, Kate promises that she will help you to learn to appreciate and love the body you have and to be confident in making the right style choices that make you feel amazing. Kate promises she will show you the true value of the clothes you already own and will help you to make smart choices about what you have and what you buy in the future. Now that's speaking my kind of language. With degrees in psychology and journalism, language is Kate's superpower. So the way we think and talk about our bodies and our style can have a lasting impact on us. Everything Kate does and says in her business is aimed at making a positive difference in your life. Her extensive background in the fashion industry includes working with both high-end designer brands and mainstream chain stores in all facets of the business. It's the knowledge and skills she's learned over the years that allows her to help you, the amazing woman that you are, to understand the power that fashion has to make you feel feel good. And without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Fierce Impact Podcast, Kate. How are you doing? Thank you, Hayley. I'm so excited to be here. I'm doing really well. Thank you. So I'm really excited to have you on to talk about this topic today. Um, And it's all around how your personal style can really help to elevate your confidence, whether that's in life or in business. What I'd really love to do, first of all, is um, for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, My name is Caitlin Taylor. I am a personal stylist here in Auckland. Uh, I'm originally from Brisbane. Uh, I've always worked in fashion, but I actually started off doing a psychology degree. So I have a degree in psychology and I also have a master's in journalism. So for me, I guess I utilize those skills um, in helping women elevate their everyday style. So the psychology background for me was super important because I really want to tap into how people feel. Um, But I basically came straight out of of my psych degree and got a job in the fashion industry and started off in a really small label. And I kind of learned how the fashion industry worked from the inside out. So I kind of got snippets of every part of the job, production, design, comms, PR, um, 
and kind of had quite a long career in fashion PR um, in Australia and uh, went back to uni, did my master's 10 years after I finished my first degree and then was working in um, the retail space for this original brand that I started working for. And my mum kind of said to me, you're really good at putting people at ease and and just really making it fun for them to pick out clothes and take them shopping. And I'd always take my girlfriend's shopping and mum was like, people should pay you for your your services. And I went, okay. So um, (laughs) about 12 years ago, I um, kind of started offering personal styling services, so personal shopping services. And around the same time, I started a blog called Chasing Kate because I had the the journalism degree and I really wanted to write. I wanted to work for magazines, but um, wasn't really you know right time right place so I started writing on my own and um, eventually kind of combined Chasing Kate into the blog which is actually still going like I still there is still a blog there on my website I don't know when the last time I actually wrote a full blog was but um, <laughs> I do enjoy writing so I do love the opportunity to sit down and write a blog every now and then but uh, yeah about 12 years ago I really kind of started growing the the personal styling uh, business moved to New Zealand 10 years ago um, worked for quite a well-known brand over here in their marketing team for a little while and just really missed interacting with women. So um, basically gave that the flick quite quickly and started Chasing Kate, um, my personal styling business here. Uh, and it's just kind of gone great guns from there. So now um, I work with mostly women, but some men just really to help them elevate their everyday style. So for me, I'm definitely an everyday stylist. It's not about red carpets, magazine shoots. It's really about how you can, um, you know, get your confidence through style and really represent who you are by doing that every day. Because I think there's nothing more exciting than getting up and being excited about what you're going to wear every day rather than I just, mm. I hate the fact that people get up and they panic. And, you know, it's one more thing to add to this like wave of anxiety. Like, oh, what am I going to wear today? Like, yeah. like if I can take that pain away, please let me help you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. And yeah. so, so you obviously, you kind of do, you go out with people and you do um, shopping, you know, you take them on shopping trips and you help them to sort of define their style. Is that right? Yeah, so basically the the full process of working with me is that we come to your house and we work out what we call your style foundation. So that's really crucial for me because Mm. every other style decision we then make is based on these three foundations. So you have understanding your colour palette, understanding your own best fit, so the parts of your body that you're the most confident about, and understanding your style personality. So that's the fundamental part that we do before everything else. Um, Once we do that, we do a wardrobe audit. So we literally look at what you've got and we identify the gaps because I really want you to make the most out of what you've already got in your wardrobe. And often there's pieces sitting in there that you are not quite sure how to utilize but you really love them you know you're like oh I love this skirt but I don't know what to wear it with so I want to help you find those like find those missing gaps from your wardrobe so identify the gaps then we go shopping because I want the shopping experience to be um you know about being really concise and really succinct in your shopping experience not just buying stuff for the hell of it um once we go shopping we then go back to your house and we literally create a lookbook of outfit options. So again, taking some of that decision fatigue away in the mornings, you can basically just refer to your lookbook and go, I want to wear that today. Or if you're really super planned, like some of my clients are, you can plan your outfit for the whole week, which I really love. So, you know, (laughs) you've got this kind of, yeah, this toolbox that you can just refer back to and you've got all your outfits kind of sorted. So that's the process of working with me um, kind of in, in its biggest form. But people could obviously dip into different parts of that as well if they like. Wow, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I love that because I think it's so so true. I mean, I know I I get out of the shower each morning. I'm like, oh, what am I going to wear today? And then um, just pull on my usual uniform of leopard print and away (laughs) (laughs) away I go. So, I mean, I've I've made it easy for myself from from that perspective. (laughs) But I know every single day it's like, oh, what am I what am I going to wear? And I'm just going to take too much time to figure that out. I don't have time right now. I'm just going to wear what I always wear, and we end up wearing about 30% of our wardrobe Mm. um you know so I want to give people the options to to wear more of their wardrobe and have fun with it and not have that exactly like you said that anxiety of like oh what am I going to wear like I get dressed every day and I'm like what do I get to wear today I get really excited about it 
that's such an amazing feeling to have, isn't it? Like, oh, what am I going to wear today? That's exciting. (laughs) Awesome. And so I'd be really keen to come back to the bit that you talked about around the the colour palette, the personality, and I've forgotten what the one in the middle was. Your best bits. Your best bits, yes. So I'd love to come back to that. I guess what I'd really like to understand and to talk about is really how how our choice of um, clothing and how developing our own personal style can support our confidence, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And actually, it's funny that you say that you want to refer back to that kind of those style foundations later, but that's actually fundamentally what builds your confidence. So being Mm. aware of what colors work for you. Right. And I'm, it's not so much about the old school draping and whether you're a summer or an autumn or a winter or a spring, but mm. if you are confident in the colors that you like, um, and also if you understand the colors that do work best on you, they often sit in a palette, right? So I really like clean, bold, cool tones. So what that means is that I am not so much having to question, can I wear that top with those pants? The answer should be yes, because the colors actually work together naturally because they're within the same palette. So if you're right. clear on the colors that work for you, adding color into your wardrobe shouldn't be scary because those colors are there. So having that understanding of color means that you're not kind of second guessing yourself. You're going, yeah, I, I look really good in this blue. Therefore, I'm going to wear it. And, you know, it then it does boost your confidence because you're not mm. second guessing is this color okay? Is it too bright for me? Is it too, was it making my skin look washed out? You know, no, this is my color. I've got this. Same thing with understanding your best fit. So it's roughly based on body type. But if you understand the parts of your body that you are the most confident in drawing attention to and therefore dressing to highlight those parts, again, you're going to walk out the door with much more confidence because you're like, yeah, man, my waist is tiny as opposed to, oh, my gosh, I hope no one can see my bum. Oh, my God, my bum is so big. Oh, my God, can I hide it? So we're dressing to highlight rather than dressing to hide. It's a mindset shift. So, so Mm. much of confidence in style is about shifting your mindset around what you're doing. So dressing to highlight rather than dressing to hide. Let's focus on the parts of our bodies we are the most confident about rather than focusing on the parts that we don't like, which is just this innate thing that we're taught to do, particularly as women, is just to focus on the negative. And I just, I want I want people to start to think about, okay, do you know what? I quite like my face. I've got nice slim wrists. Um, I like my ankles. So dress mm-hmm. to draw attention to those parts. But the most important one for me um, is our style personality. So if we understand our style personality, which is basically a reflection of our own personality, which is something that we had kind of before we were recording and talked about what we want to kind of talk about. Um, If you understand your style personality, it's basically a reflection of you. So if what you're wearing reflects your style personality, you're going to feel comfortable no matter what because it's basically... Mm -hmm who you are so your style personality how I kind of do it is that I get my clients to think of three descriptive words that they would use to describe where they want their style to go so it's kind of almost aspirational and you're kind of then kind of trying to achieve that so to give your listeners an example my style personality is feminine edgy and elevated So what I'm making sure I'm doing is that every time I get dressed, I'm making sure I'm ticking all three boxes. So for instance, I might wear a beautiful floaty dress. That's my feminine. I always wear my hair out. You will very rarely see me with my hair up because my hair is what makes me feel feminine as well. The edgy might be a kind of a chunky boot or a studded sandal or something that just gives it a little bit of grit. And Mm -hmm. the elevated is something that makes me feel kind of not overdressed, but I like being the most dressed up person in the room. I have no qualms with that. So it might be adding a blazer. It might be adding wedges rather than sandals. It might be adding a heeled boot rather than trainers. So it's something Mm. that just elevates my outfit. And what I want people's star personality to do, which kind of links to working from home as well, is I want your star personality to be reflective across your whole wardrobe. So do your jammies reflect your style personality? Does your active wear reflect your style personality? Does your work from home options reflect your style personality? 
workwear, play, eventwear. So I want your star personality to be able to cover that whole kind of spectrum from really comfy mm-hmm. clothes all the way up to really dressy clothes. So nailing your star personality, it really, because it speaks to who you are and, you know, I, I'm quite an extrovert. I quite like, I don't mind being the centre of attention. Um, so I don't mind wearing bold colour and bright print and those kinds of things. Whereas you might be slightly more introverted, your star personality might be clean, classic and minimal. And so therefore your clothing choices should reflect that. And just because you're wearing a beautiful, you know, pair of jeans, a white T-shirt and a white blazer doesn't mean that you don't have confidence in what you're wearing. Because if if that was your style personality, clean, yeah. classic and minimal, and I put you in a maxi dress with a crazy print and then a sequin jacket, you would feel so out of place because mm. it doesn't reflect you. So your style personality has to reflect you. And then you'll always feel comfortable in what you're wearing, regardless of what anybody else is wearing. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It does. It makes so much sense. I think, and, and it's super interesting as well. And I'm glad that, yeah, we, you, you made us kind of start off on the, you know, those three things. Cause I yeah. can see exactly how it, yeah, how it kind of all fits together. And yeah. So in terms of how do you, so going back to that color palette piece. Yes. Yeah. How do you figure out what color palette is, is right for you then so that you can feel like, you are wearing colors that complement your skin tone, your hair color and and things like that. Yeah. Look, there's a whole bunch of ways. I mean, you can, and a lot of people have had their kind of colors done, so to speak, um, by an image consultant. Um, But basically color palettes work in, you have cool tones and you have warm tones. So often you can work that out. Um, If you're a cool tone, you generally look better in white So clean, crisp white. If you're a warm tone, you tend to look better in like off-white or cream. So those softer, warmer tones. So that's a really easy test to do. Um, And it's so funny because when I ask clients, they're like, I have children. I don't own white or cream. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, it's all right. Get some stain or river. It's fine. But even if you're walking through the mall and you go into a shop and there's a cream shirt and a white shirt, just hold it up to your face. See what color looks better on you. But the other mm-hmm. thing is you will instinctively know you'll put some colors on and you'll go, oh, wow, that's a really great color. And you'll put some colors on and you're like, oh, I don't know if I kind of, it might make you look a bit tired, a bit washed mm-hmm. out. Washed um, out. Yeah, definitely. And then so color works. So there's cool tones and warm tones. And then color also works on the flip side on a sliding scale. So we go from a muted color palette all the way through to a dominant color palette. And that is to do with the contrast of your coloring. So I have fair skin. I have dark hair and dark eyes and quite dark features. And obviously the listeners can't see, but I've got no makeup on today, but I've still got quite a dominant coloring contrast, which means I can wear dominant color because my color palette has got the strength to stand up to strong color. So today I'm wearing a shirt that's bright pink and red, but it's not overpowering me because I've got quite strong coloring. So I sit right up one end of that scale. If you think about somebody down the other end, potentially they've got fair skin, but they've got blonde hair and blue eyes. So their coloring does not create as much of a dominant contrast. Therefore, they want to wear slightly more muted versions of those colors. But I guess the big thing with color for me it's just a guide. Like I'm never going to tell somebody don't wear that color if they love it, which is why I don't mm. really believe in color swatching because I think it can actually be too restrictive. Yeah. So the key is to really like take some time to think about it. Like don't, you know, it's not something that you can immediately wake up one day and go, oh, I'm a dominant cool. Like take some time to look at the colors in your wardrobe, work out what your favorite ones are, and then just buy color that kind of all kind of gravitates around that particular color. Saying that, a word on black. Black is a very dominant color and a lot of us wear black to hide. Black Mm. generally only works on people who are that really dominant cool tone, so what we would call an old school winter. So if you're wearing black because you're hiding behind it, are there other color options you can look at? Can you look at navy? Can you look at dark gray you can still wear dark color but blacks are really really harsh color um particularly next to our faces and sometimes it can be a real power color and make you feel really strong and really dominant really powerful but a lot of times people are using it to hide and it just doesn't 
do the best for our colouring. So it's, I know the irony of the Queenslander telling the Kiwis not to wear black. I get it, people. I get it. <laughs> um, but just be careful with black, I think, is probably my biggest my biggest thing um but yeah color palette it's not look it's not something that you work out overnight but if you can just be conscious of it and go actually do you know what i look really good in greens and blues or i look really good in like the rusty autumnal kind of colors blue green rust those kinds of colors and start to really curate your wardrobe within that kind of palette that works together the other thing is google it like once you work out oh i like i like a really nice color what colors go with teal and that kind of stuff and it kind of gives you a really good example yeah, no, I think that's really good advice. And then I think that, you know, the, the bit that you're talking about, about really just, you know, choosing those kind of three words that, you know, that you kind of associate with maybe your your personality or what it is that you're wanting to really step into in terms of your your style and then making sure that whatever you are wearing helps you to achieve that kind of sense of feeling. I really love that advice as well. Correct. And that's think- my key. That star personality. Sorry to interrupt. That's star no. personality is my key defining um, kind of tool. Like I think it's way for me. It's mm. way more important than color palette and and body type um, because mm. it's really unique to you. It's what you yeah. use. And if you're stuck on working out your star personality, just scribble down a whole bunch of words of things that you um, relate to, and that kind of reflects your personality. And like it can be really good words like bright clean bold fresh strong or on the flip side it can be like soft muted whimsical romantic like any kind of descriptive Mm. words are really good to get that style personality it's a bit like when you are um, developing your your brand like the visual identity for your brand exactly like that Hayley in fact I actually have a tool that's based on a branding deck that's a style personality deck it's exactly yeah. the same. I've literally taken the branding tool um, yeah. and made it. I mean, and clearly one of your star personality words is fierce, right? Because oh, why would it not be? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's it. Yeah, no, I love that. And, I, yeah, it's it's so true because I think that we can feel like we m- might want to, like, follow the trends and things like that. So we, we, we think, oh, that looks really good on that person or I'd love to be able to wear that or we might want to, you know, whatever it is. So we go and we get pieces of, you know, clothing and, and try them on. But it might look good on us, but we might not feel comfortable or or confident in it because it's not necessarily our style and so or it's not a true reflection of our personality and so even though we see other people wearing it and and rocking it it might not have that effect on us if it actually doesn't align with our personality and I guess I've never really thought about it from like the personal style from that particular perspective so that's really interesting that's exactly you've nailed it like we can appreciate things on other people but they just don't work on us. And often we can't work out why. Mm. 100%, I guarantee you, it's because it's not a reflection of your unique style personality. And that's okay. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, the quicker we work that out, the yep. less kind of random pieces in our wardrobe that we have that we don't wear. Oh, exactly. I think we've all got, got a few <laughs> random pieces that kind of sit in the back of the wardrobe. Tabs that still on. Do, like, do, do, do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I want to just go back to what you're talking about, about that mindset shift around that the highlight or hide, because I think that's a really important discussion because we do tend to use clothing a lot to hide certain features that you know we really don't want to to sort of share with the world or that we (laughs) wish were were different but I love that that mindset shift the way that you flipped it I think that's such an important thing for us to really think about yeah definitely and I think what's really um blows my mind every time I'm dealing with a client. I have these amazing women who are so capable and confident in different areas of their lives. Like they're amazing businesswomen and they're incredible moms and Mm. um, incredible friends and partners. And then they just beat themselves up about how their bodies look. And, you know, it's the whole, oh, I wish I, when I lose five kilos or I wish I looked Mm. like I did 10 years ago or pre-babies. And I think it's really important for us as particularly as women, is to remember that we're on a journey and our body is so, it's such a cliche, but for our bodies, it really hits home for me. Our bodies are constantly changing and they are allowed to change. We have to embrace mm. the change. And I think 
one of the really simple tools to do that is to identify our best bits. And it really is as simple as reframing how we look at our body in the mirror. And and it's I use the word best bits, but I think sometimes for me it's about what are the three parts of your body that you are the most confident in drawing attention to. So it doesn't have mm. to be, oh, my God, I love this part and I love this part. Like I think that sometimes body positivity can go to, like I don't expect everyone to be like, I love my cellulite, I love my wobbly bits. But having what we call body neutrality is really important. And that's about going, Mm. this is my body right now. This is where it's at. I'm going to accept it right now as as it is. And I'm going to focus on the good bits. That's not to say that we shouldn't, um, you know, strive to eat better or to exercise to feel better. But it's not about going when I've got my body back. Back from what? Like your body is where you are now. So it really is about, and I get my clients to write down their three best bits and stick them on the mirror. So every time they're tempted to kind of go, ugh, they're going, actually, no, I'm going to re-shift my mind and I'm going to focus on these three bits. And dressing, again, it's that whole point then about when we're getting dressed, it might be something as simple as like tucking a top in to define your waist rather than wearing it out to hide your hips. Right, because actually, what you're yeah. doing is you're actually generally you're drawing attention to your hips. Because if you're wearing something to cover your hips, it's going to finish just below your hips, and people are going to see that because it's where we're creating a point of high contrast. And actually, often people dress to hide parts; they end up really highlighting them anyway. Mm-hmm. So if we can actually shift our mindset and go, and it might be something as simple as, and again, the listeners can't see. I have a I have a button through shirt with long sleeves, but I've rolled the sleeves up to expose my wrists because the wrists are the slimmest part of my arms. I'm going, yeah, look how little my wrists are. Don't look at my ass. It's all about (laughs) Siegfried and Roy just know what they're doing. It's about misdirection and distraction. Look at this. Look at this. Don't look over here. Yeah. It's all about distracting from the parts that we personally don't like, but drawing attention to the parts that we're confident about because we're then going to walk around in what we're wearing with that different, mindset around how we look rather than feeling like we need to hide everything we're like yep I'm confident in showing off these bits yeah exactly yeah and so when it comes to I guess once we've kind of nailed down our own sort of personal style um how how can we then use our our personal style to sort of boost that confidence in in particularly obviously in in this case for this podcast from a a business perspective as well yeah I think look a lot of people probably listening to your podcast too Hayley like like myself uh we're business owners and I think that we're our own personal brand so Mm. I think that personal style is so intrinsically linked and I love it because I feel like you and I are both wearing our personal brand today so of course (laughs) Ellie has her leopard print on and I've got this really bold pink and red kind of shirt on um but I think you just feel much more like yourself in business in life um and I think it's about again think about your style personality how can you reflect that in your clothing choices and then because what I want you to be able to do it's, it's kind of sounds almost um kind of ironic that I want you to get up get dressed focus on what you're wearing for that split second and then not focus on it for the rest of the day because I think if you're not fussing and fiddling and second guessing yourself you're going to get on with your day and actually be very excellent at doing what you're very excellent at whereas if you're wearing something that doesn't feel like you you're going to spend the whole day kind of in the back of your mind going this skirt is too short this top is too tight I don't like this color this neckline's annoying me, um, you know. So I think part of it is actually having that confidence comes from going, oh, great, I feel like me. Let's now get stuff done basically for the day. I think yeah. also as well, don't be scared, particularly in business scenarios. So I, I used to love, I was part of a network, a women's networking group, and I loved because I did work from home. Like if I'm not with a client, I'm working from home. I loved the networking group because it was a great opportunity to get dressed up. So I think it's using those elements in your business that you might have external meetings, Zoom calls, networking events. Use those opportunities to really test and grow your personal style and get dressed up. Don't be scared Mm. to be the person in the room that feels the most dressed up. I, I don't think you could ever be overdressed. 
And I think that your confidence is going to be a lot higher being slightly overdressed than slightly underdressed. It's almost like you're shooting too high, right? So what, what's that yeah. saying? Shoot for the moon. And even if you miss, you'll still land among the stars. Yeah. I kind of feel like shoot for being overdressed and you'll probably feel, you might feel a little bit like, oh, is this too much? Once you get there, you'll be great. Whereas if you walk into a room and you feel underdressed, your, yeah. your confidence is already low and it's a lot harder to build it up than it is to kind of be like, oh, okay, cool, calm down. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah, I think nail your star personality first, use it to kind of push yourself a little bit, but just get dressed to reflect you and then actually your confidence will be there because you've kind of, you got your armour on. You're like, I'm Absolutely. ready to go. Let's do this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I've been working from home, it would be about 11 years now. And um, I am very much of the view that I could never come to my desk and sit in my pyjamas during the work week or tracky pants or whatever else. I don't do that because I still feel like in the morning, I want to this and this is me personally get up get dressed put my makeup on or whatever and feel like I am going to work and I definitely think that dressing in a way in the day that actually makes me feel good has a really positive impact on on my mood yeah that's exactly the word I was about to use because they're creating segregation so mm. we're actually going okay mum duty is done it's now time for Haley to become work Haley, And I think part of that process is getting dressed to go to work. And I think, again, it is. It's, you know, putting your brand on. It's yep. it's it's stepping out of mum's own because mum, your mum's own clothes can still reflect your style personality. But I think your work clothes reflect it in a slightly different way. And so it very much is a mindset shift. That's exactly right. It's okay, like almost like game face on. It's like putting your uniform on to go yeah. and play sport, right? You're like, okay, I'm part of the team now because I've got my team uniform on. I mean, the football team could rock up in their regular uniform clothes, not uniform clothes, and still play football. But as soon as they put their kit on, they're like part of the team, ready to go, in the mindset. It's exactly the same. It's about getting up and kind of stepping into your brand, um, I think is really important. And you kind of also touched on a point about how you feel. And I think that it is, um, for me, there's a term called dopamine dressing, which is kind of like a little bit of a thing on the internet right now, but it's been around for years. And dopamine dressing basically is dressing to boost your mood. So it's twofold. It's about, and it doesn't, I think, sometimes people take the term dopamine dressing to mean just wearing bright color, but it's about wearing clothes that you love or wearing something that actually, because it's, so dopamine is a reward neurotransmitter. So what happens is we go, you wear something bright and someone goes, oh, you look good. And you go, oh, I feel good. And your brain goes, Mm. oh, I like me some of that. Do it again. And so you have, it's almost like this fake it till you make it. Um, And your dopamine dressing tool might be your animal print, you know, so it doesn't have to be bright color. It can be like, it can be sequins. It can be soft textures. It can be something that just makes you go, oh, I really like this. I feel really good. I love this. It's it, it's that kind of happy hormone inducing piece yeah, of clothing. Absolutely. So I think doubling down on getting dressed for work, so wearing clothes that, you know, pants that aren't stretchy, uh, shoes potentially, uh, a bra even if you want to, you know, just yep, bring it out exactly. there, um, all those <laughs> kinds of things that make you feel dressed, uh, yeah. but also wearing things that make you feel happy and kind of getting into that mindset. But it's also about going okay, now I am, you know, as a stylist, I'm like, okay, I need to dress like a stylist. Even if I'm sitting at home writing a blog or doing some, you know, doing my GST, I'm like, well, I'm still a stylist. So I need to kind of walk the walk and talk the talk. So I think that's part of it as well is just representing your brand and your business by getting dressed. Yeah, that's it. And I I wrote an Instagram post recently around, um, you know, one of the things that I do love about, you know, clothes and styling and and brand is the fact that actually we can draw elements of our brand into, you know, what we are, what we're wearing and almost create that, that uniform for ourselves for, for work. So obviously I've done that with, um, you know, with my, my leopard print. 
the reason that I believe it's important or it's it's a useful mechanism for sort of making yourself more memorable is that it really helps with brand recognition and recall. So if you've got your brand colors and you know that when you're going to work, you're showing up in your brand colors or you're showing up with a certain print, whatever it might be, or accessories that yep. have those colors or that print in. So yep. if I'm wearing a plain top, I'll always be wearing leopard print earrings or leopard print shoes. So I think it is about also thinking about how we can actually use that that style, clothes, accessories to increase that brand recognition as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I mean, you're awesome at that. Exactly like you said, with the leopard print, like it's such a distinct visual. Cause, and you know, it's the old cliche about a picture speaks a thousand words. It's just mm. immediately our brains process imagery yeah. faster than they process words. So if we can see an Instagram post and you see someone wearing a certain color or a certain print or a certain accessory, our brains pick that up quicker than they read the caption. Yeah. You know, yeah. so exactly like you said, if you can work out, and obviously you picked your brand colors because you like them and you relate mm. to them like generally you're not going to pick brand colors that you don't like um if you have maybe you should rebrand um but <laughs> you know and i think o- often um instinctually we will pick colors that suit us even if it's for our branding or for our home so i often find when i go to people's homes i can tell what color palette they are because of how they decorated their home as much as mm. how what they're wearing so often you'll skew yep warm or cool and it, literally even your office have had that example like you can see from your coloring that you're a cool tone but and you've got you know you've got the beautiful sea green chair and the blue wall and the white the freshness of the white you can pick up that cool tonedness of that quite easily mm. and so I think that um you know you've picked your brand colors for a reason so like you said reflecting them in your clothing is a really good tool to feel again game face on brand uniform on um but being distinct and recognizable in imagery and stuff like that and it was so funny because I recently did a branding shoot um and I don't wear black so I don't wear black at all and we took one shot and I'm in full black but I've got pink shoes and when oh, I wow. showed everybody yeah. they were like ah the pink's still there what wearing black but <laughs> oh the pink's still there because pink is very much my kind of you know distinct color palette and even sometimes the um the daycare mums if I do drop-offs and I'm, I wore a black dress once and someone was like are you are you okay I've never seen you in black before yeah <laughs> because color is my vibe and that's the Queenslander yeah. in me but that's my style and um and that yeah. kind of thing as well so definitely you have such a you have such a power to reflect your personal brand and your business brand through your clothing without even kind of realizing it I think is really quite mm. cool yeah. So um, just touching on photo shoots, can we talk about that for a second then? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, when it comes to photo shoots, a lot of people get really worried about what they are going to to wear. And, you know, it can be it can be quite um, stressful, I think, for a lot of people planning. Yeah. yeah, intimidating. Definitely. That's it. I think planning what they're going to wear, how many outfits, you know, what's going to make them them feel good. So what tips would you give for, you know, preparing your style for a, a photo shoot? Yeah. So um, I know a really good stylist that can help you with that to start with. Um, no kidding. <laughs> um, but do you know what? It's so funny because with my shoot I just did I was joking that I needed to get a stylist to help me because I felt the pressure so I I, so I I empathize um so tip number one would be understanding all your star foundation so really knuckling down on the colors that you like and if you're comfortable in um focusing on your best fits and I think also with photo shoots you want to exaggerate lines so you want to wear things that might feel over the top for real life but actually like the dramatic lines, like a really broad shouldered blazer with like shoulder pads creates a really sharp angle, mm. really like high heels. Like I don't wear high heels in real life. I could hardly walk after my photo shoot, but I wore heels the whole time because it just creates that kind of power stance. We stand differently, that dominance, mm. and that kind of thing. Um, choosing block colors often can be quite useful or strong patterns because we want to create that kind of um, that kind of high contrast. But ultimately, it comes down to working out what your brand values are, working out what your brand voice is, working out what your brand color palette is, and then reflecting that in your outfits. So again, my instinct in my brain is to go for bold, striking, strong, 
prints and shapes. But if your brand is really soft and feminine and muted, then you might choose clothes that reflect that a little bit more as well. Um, But I've definitely worked with some amazing photographers who are great at, um, and you tend to choose a photographer where the photography reflects what you like as well. So photographers can often be a really good help in terms of like the lighting and, and the location, which can then lead on to what you might wear. But the most, most, most important thing to wear when doing a photo shoot is something that you feel comfortable and confident in. Mm, And that links right on back to understanding your style foundation. So we're always, always, always going to feel, look our best when we feel our best. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think you're totally right about it's also finding that that photographer that reflects the kind of aesthetic style that you you know, want to achieve with your photos. And so that that obviously aligns back to what your your brand style, your brand personality and your own personality in terms of your your clothing. It's it's all got to align because there's no point in choosing a photographer that has a really edgy editorial style if actually you are more of a whimsical magical Soft, kind of feminine, yeah. <laughs> exactly with golden golden light you know yes you're not going to so. like the shots are you yeah no exactly so I think that's super interesting and then again from a power dressing perspective you're obviously just talking about the shoulder pads and that kind of thing but for a lot of people who are maybe getting into things like speaking and events and things like that how can we use our style in order to you know really give us that confidence boost I mean I know it's about obviously choosing things that we're feeling comfortable in, Mm. but from a maybe speaking perspective, if we're up on stage, is there anything Mm -hmm. else we should be thinking about from a, um, you know, style perspective? Yeah, I think definitely things that we are mentally comfortable in, but also things that we're physically comfortable in, because if you're standing up in front of people, you want to stand strong, stand tall, not be fiddling with your clothes and fussing and people can see that on stage. So I would definitely say things that you are physically comfortable in. Um, I often joke when I do talks, like I, you know, will drive there and walk in in flats, but I'll put my my speaking heels on. So I I stand differently when I've got a heel on. Um, So it's finding those things that you do feel personally comfortable in but physically comfortable but again I would try and err on the side of slightly elevated so take your own personal style and elevate it a little bit because you want to be seen as the expert you want to be seen like you've got your Mm. SHIT together and often we do that by just elevating our style slightly really practical tip if you can find a blazer that you love a blazer is always a great piece to dress anything up so if you're wearing jeans Mm. and a t-shirt add a blazer. If you're wearing a floaty dress, add a blazer. My favorite look to speak in at the moment is like a um a colorful suit. Like I love a colored suit. The colorful nod is to, to my feminine and the suit element is that elevated kind of edgy vibe. So mm. I kind of almost have a speaking uniform and I feel like if you can so I give clients what I call breaking case of emergency outfits. So it's outfits that you know and this is like for everyday life. If like the morning's gone end up and you have three minutes to get ready. Do you have an outfit you can just grab and chuck on and you know it works, you know it feels good and you can run out the door. So if we've got a couple of those for everyday life, if you are a speaker or, um, you know, presenting a workshop, have you got one or two of those that you can pull out? And it doesn't matter if people have seen it before because it almost does become like your uniform. But for me, it really is about just taking your personal style and elevating it just that, that little bit but practical tips were like find a blazer clean lines often work quite well on stage because again it's about um what the eye sees and the eye quite likes you know kind of structured clean lines um but on the flip side if your personal style is whimsical and romantic then a big floaty dress would be amazing too so um but maybe it's something that's really dramatic so you actually go really big and floaty if that's your personal style so just elevate what your everyday style is a smidge I think that that's amazing. And I think that this is an awesome place to kind of start wrapping up the the chat. But um, I always ask my guests three questions. And um, the first of those questions is, what does being fierce in business mean to you? Great question. Um, being fierce in business to me means not worrying about what anybody else 
is doing and just really staying in your own lane. And I think that rely that applies to how you present yourself, what you're wearing, what you're doing, what kind of content you're putting out there. Um, it's really easy to sit there and should scroll. And I think that I've been guilty of that. And so for me, um, this year particularly, and um, I've been working with the lovely Nat Toloff, who you know very well as well. And yes. the big thing for me that's come out of working with Nat is to just focus on what I'm doing and focus mm. on the things I've already got in front of me. So I feel the most fierce in business when I'm like, I know what I'm doing. This is the path I'm going on and I'm not going to get distracted. So it's having those, almost having those blinkers on and just owning my space is really important yeah. for me. Also, wearing pink makes me feel really fierce in business. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that. But that's the thing. I think that's, you know, what we've been essentially saying today is choosing those clothes that do make you feel really confident, really powerful and and really fierce, you know, yeah. I think is... And also um, not being great. scared to worry, not worrying about what anybody else thinks. I think that's yeah. what stops people a lot of the time is going, oh, I can't wear that because so-and-so will think this. Well, who cares? Ultimately, mm. the only person whose opinion matters about what you wear is yours. Yeah, that's so true. Because we do, when it comes to clothing, I think we do get caught up in, oh, I can't wear that because what will people think of me? Yeah. But also, how do we know? Because we don't know what people are thinking. We're just no, making it. it up. The story we're telling ourselves is people might think something. But actually, the only person whose opinion matters is yours. Is ours. And if it makes us feel good and happy and joyful, then, Correct. you know, put it on, yeah. wear it. Exactly. <laughs> and so what is the impact that you're trying to make with your business? I think what we literally what we just said, um, if you can get up and get dressed every day and feel really confident and comfortable in what you are wearing, then that's my job is done. So I really want to help people elevate their everyday style. Like I said, I'm not about red carpets or magazine shoots, but I want women to understand that their bodies are amazing and unique and incredible as they are. They don't need to change a thing and that you can have an amazing style no matter what your size, shape, age, body type. Um, everybody has the right to look and feel amazing and every single body is uniquely wonderful and beautiful as it is. And so if I can get that message across um, to as many people as I can, then um, I'm doing a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And what's one bit of advice that you've been given during your, your business journey that's really had an, an impact on the way that you do things? Um, again, I think throwing back to Nat Toloff, um, really this in the past couple of months um mm. focusing on what I already have in front of me was actually a game changer like what well, I went on an amazing retreat that Nat ran for her business coaching clients and that's what came out of it for me it was that focusing on what I already offer um and not trying to look for the new shiny thing yeah. um and really knuckling down on what I've got because what I've actually got on offer is enough and as a business person and as a woman, what I already have is enough. And that was such a game changer. Um, in fact, watch this space 2023 because there are some big changes coming for Chasing Kate as a result of that. So my big piece of advice that I've been given that's definitely been the most impactful was, yeah, focus on what's already in front of you. I'm already doing a good thing. I know what I'm doing. I'm good at what I'm doing. Um, I don't need to always chase the new shiny object. Um, yeah. I can really just knuckle down and focus on what I've already got and and make those offerings better. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you've got um, the Confidence Project as well. So do you want to just share a little bit about what the Confidence Project is? Yeah, sure. So, you know, we've been chatting a lot about mindset um, on the podcast today. And I think what's become really apparent to me, I recently ran a whole bunch of um, free styling events through one of the malls up here in Auckland, and I saw 64 women in three weeks. And what I find is when I do these events, a theme often comes out of it. The theme that came out of this was that confidence in style is 90% your mindset and 10% mm. the clothes you have. So I feel like a lot of my business focuses on the clothes that you have, but I really want to kind of, you know, bring in that psych background and really focus on um, giving people some tools to shift their mindset. So I've created a program called the Confidence Project, and it is what it says on the tin. It's basically a project that you can join um, and become a part of, and you get weekly tools to work on your body confidence and work on your mindset. Um, and you can take the tools that every week you get 
uh, a think piece and then you get an action piece. So I give you something to think about and ponder like a particular topic and then I give you an action. Um, and it really is that constant touch point. So for me, it's really important that people get that constant reminder because I think just having like one big program or one big essay on body confidence, you might read it at the time and go, yeah, I got this. And then next week you're like, I feel yeah. crap again. So having that kind of weekly touch point for me um, through the confidence project is super important. So that's um, that's kind of, yeah, so it's kind of it started, but um, but what you and I, Hayley, are going to get in there and mix it up a little bit and, um, and, yeah. and brew up some goodness for the confidence project. <laughs> and so where can people come and find you if they're, they're keen to come and check you out, which I'm sure they will be? So all the socials, um, I am on Instagram, um, Chasing Kate, and Kate is C-A-I-T underscore style coach. So Chasing Kate underscore style coach. Uh, Facebook, I think I am Chasing Kate style coach, or you can just find me at chasingkate.com, um, or you can just Google Caitlin Taylor stylist, and I think all my, all my bits come up. Um, as well, bits. and the confidence project. Yeah, my bits. That sounds terrible. My bits come up. Um, well, hey, you know, I'm all about my bits. Um, and the confidence project is on chasingkate.com. So there's a little link to it there as well. Fabulous. And I'll make sure I put all of those links into the the show notes as well. But thank you so so much for taking the time to come and chat with me today. I think it's been such a such an empowering discussion around how we can use our personal style. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Well, thank you for having me. It's been fun. So that's it for today, my lovely. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I would love to know what your key takeaways were and whether it has changed your mind in terms of the clothes that you wear, say every day to your office, um, whether you are going to be mixing that up a little bit, whether you're going to go out there and find that confidence boosting power outfit for your next speaking event or your next networking event come on over to Instagram and share your thoughts with me. You can find me at the Hayley Maxwell. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss out on future episodes, simply hit the subscribe button in your favorite podcast player. And until next time, go forth and be fierce.